Going Home to Ecuador, Part 1, Finding My People, by Amanda Machado. When I was 15, I traveled to Ecuador, my father's home country, for the first time. I went to visit my extended family and to learn more about a part of my culture that I had never experienced firsthand. Growing up in the United States with immigrant parents, my classmates often made fun of my family's meals, our music, our customs, but when I arrived to visit my extended family, I was relieved to discover that we were not as strange as I had thought. Just like my mother, my aunt starts her mornings with either Bustelo coffee, if she has the time, or Nescafe, if she doesn't. Just like my parents, my aunts and uncles feed their pet dogs human food, cutting the chicken into pedacitos or little pieces, so they'll be easier to chew. Just like my parents, they give their children bendiciones, a sign of the cross across their children's foreheads before they leave the house to go to work or school. People here watch the same novellas or soap operas that my parents love, and they cherish the same statue of La Vergine in their living rooms. In the stores of the city, stereos play the same pasillos, the Ecuadorian ballads my fathers used to sing in the shower. Even the simple act of seeing so many people with brown skin felt comforting. I grew up in a part of the southern United States where most people were fair-skinned and often blonde. I recognized early that my tan skin and almost black hair didn't fit the southern belle look that seemed prized in my neighborhood. I knew my skin color made me different. But when I walked around Ecuador for the first time, I blended in. And after a few days of observing my cousins and my aunts and uncles, suddenly my parents' rules also no longer seemed as strict as they had in the United States. Parents here don't allow their daughters to go out alone with boys either. When my cousins go dancing, their parents stay awake late into the night, para esperados, to wait until they return. Even my cousin, Maria Lourdes, who had just turned 39, told me her mother still calls her every night to ask where she is. After days of consistent hugs and kisses from family and friends, I also realized how much I love physical contact. In the United States, I had learned to extend my hand when introducing myself. I had taught myself the idea of personal space and forced myself to adapt to rarely being touched. But in Ecuador, hugs are not a big deal anymore. After just a few days, I no longer remembered how they ever could be considered an imposition. Most of all, I loved hearing Spanish. In the United States, the language of my parents had always felt so private, something we did mostly in our home and rarely outside in the traditionally southern part of town where we lived. Yet here, of course, Spanish, my first language and the language I associate with my family's love, was finally everywhere. By traveling to the country of my immigrant father, I received a specific kind of warmth. It felt as if I was finally returning to something, as if I had found something I had been missing for a long time.